welcome back to Instructions Not Included with Jeff and Tori, a show that dives into uncharted obstacles that millennials like us face and the decisions that we make to reshape and rewrite those traditional norms and values that we grew up with. And so we're so excited for another episode that we're able to give you. We're um, doing another late night and this time around, what are we going to be talking about, babe? Today we're going to be talking about is college necessary for success? And so Jeff and I, as uh, many of you know, our listeners who are friends, uh, know we met um, in college, and Rutgers. our you know some of our very best friends we met in college. Um, and so, of course, you know, there's so many other benefits of being able to pursue. Um, you know, that higher education, but we really want to talk about today, um, you know, kind of challenging, is it necessary to be, quote, successful in life? Yeah. And then we're not saying we're for or against it. We're just here to kind of share our experiences and kind of what we went through and what our thoughts are about this topic. Yeah. Especially because I feel like when we were growing up and um, I hate that we're at an age where saying when we were growing up actually is like more than 10 years ago, but we're growing up now. <laughs> when what was that 2008 is when we graduated high school or started, well, and then 2011 is when you graduated college, yeah. 2012 for you. So, you know, 10 plus years ago, there really wasn't as much alternative that was provided outside of going to college mm-hmm. other than like the military or something right yeah pretty much there wasn't any like college was seemed like that was the only option yeah. from what i remember and there was no you know unless you had again unless you go into the military or let's say had a family business um it just seemed like college was the only step after um high school in order for you to even be considered again successful but now it's like i feel like there's so many different definitions of what success actually is in comparison to what it may have been when we were younger and then even you know in our parents generation i think social media kind of furthered that image Mm -hmm. i remember when we were in college facebook was the most popular social platform facebook Mm -hmm. was it and now we've got a whole bunch of other ones and things have kind of changed and people are more aware and know about different options exactly whether it's like you know we had career fairs but now it's like people of different professions have their instagram pages and that's Mm -hmm. where like so many kids learn about um different types of jobs outside of you know teacher lawyer doctor etc and then it's also the social media is providing different professions that weren't even a thing with us growing up Yeah, a lot has changed it's only been what, 12 years? But a lot has changed since then. Including uh, the cost of education as well. Oof. Let's not talk yeah, about that. Yeah, so that's something that definitely has mm. been an obstacle for a long time for a lot of people. But I think even now, um, college has become a little bit, I mean, not a little bit, college has been more unattainable than ever for uh, certain groups, oh, yeah. right? So certain, uh, whether it's your income or social class, what have you, uh, college has just become so out of reach for people simply because of inflation you know tuition tuition hikes um 
and access, so that's no transportation, like yeah. there's a whole bunch of reasons why. People used to take multiple types of transportation to get to college. And I remember people used to take a train, a bus, and because they were commuting from home. And to me, I was so naive. I'm like, oh, you don't just live drive. on campus, you know, or yeah, you don't you don't just drive because I was so unaware of of the obstacles that people basically had to go through in order to be able to go to college. But the question actually is, you know, do you learn what you need in college in order to move forward in life? Or is it something that's just done because society tells us that's what the next step is? Well, I guess that's what we're talking about today, isn't it? Yeah. So today's goal um, in this episode is really to just challenge your um, viewpoint of college. You know, was it something or is it something that is considered a, um, a stepping stone of success or a milestone of success simply because society tells us it is? Of course, there are certain professions where you need higher education, but is it the only route to achieve success? Spoiler alert, it's not. Uh, before we go into it. So this episode of Instructions Not Included is proudly sponsored by the most reliable real estate team, the Rise Group, led by Jeff and Tori. After doing business throughout New Jersey, our team spread its roots to the Sunshine State to help sellers and buyers reach their real estate goals. We want our clients to feel confident, educated, and at ease every step of the way. Whether you're a first-time buyer or a seasoned investor, we've got you covered. Send us a DM on Instagram at Jeff and Tori or visit theprizegroupre.com to schedule a free consultation today. As we mentioned in prior episodes, while Jeff and I have had similar upbringings, we've also had very different upbringings as yep. well. Um, again, we both met in college, but the route to get to college was very different for both of us. Um, for me, it was no question that after high school, I had to just go to college. Everything was, you know, don't have a boyfriend because uh, you need to finish college. Um, I even joke about this, but this is a true story. I wasn't allowed to go snowboarding because my mom was always so concerned that I would get so injured that I couldn't finish college. Same. So to me, it was ingrained at a very early age that whatever happens, finishing college is the number one priority. Yep. And then I came from the perspective of uh, divorced household. So um, there were things that were going on that I guess I didn't have the attention that you did. Um, and I had more freedom of choice and was able to kind of go to college based on what more of societal pressure, I'd say. So where your perspective was your mom and your possibly your dad and your family, I was more going to college based on what society was telling me was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And definitely for me, you know, I knew, you know, we touched base on this in, in the last episode, episode three, um, that my parents came here and, and were only able to come here because my mom was a nurse. And hmm. so she was able to bring us over. And just as a, I guess, fact, if you will, um, the migration of nurses from the Philippines to America is called the brainwave because while a lot of um, other countries provide like, um, you know, goods in the sense of like different food or things like oil, 
the Philippines is the number one exporter of nurses. So everybody listening, if you have a Filipino friend, guarantee two or three family members are nurses. And so uh, my mom was part of that, you know, essentially brainwave. And um, but that's, you know, I digress. Otherwise, so I knew from a very young age that your education is your doorway to opportunity and a better life in the future. Um, And I still remember, though, that I didn't necessarily want to become a nurse just because my mom is a nurse, my dad's retired, but regardless, they were both nurses. I would hear their conversations every morning and it was just something that I was like, I cannot do this. Um, But I'm sure a lot of people in my shoes too likely felt the pressure to be a nurse or because that's the only thing they're exposed to. It's really like kind of ingrained in their head of like, oh, well, I'm going to pursue nursing too. So even though college was the end goal there was really no conversation as to like what i was actually doing in college just go to college so you're gonna be a nurse i don't even know if that was assumed honestly my mom to this day says i never told you to be a nurse so i don't know if either she just doesn't remember or it was just my own um my own pressure just because of what i was exposed to yeah i know from my perspective we had a lot of friends and family members who were nursing. A lot of my family members were blue-collar jobs, which is out of the norm, I'd say. Um, but I really didn't have that pressure, but I knew it was there for a lot of Filipinos. Yeah. And so how did you, because you had mentioned that you pursued business um, simply because your friends were going through it, right? I was very unambitious when I was younger. I just followed the crowd. I remember one of my friends went to Rutgers. So I was like, I'll go to Rutgers. And they were going to study business. So I was like, let me try to apply for business. Uh, Long story short, I didn't end up getting in. So I just ended up doing economics, which was the closest thing to business. So I really didn't pick my major. I just like followed the crowd and just stuck with it. And that's how I kind of got started in college. So it sounds like for you, because of the lack of direction, like you said, you kind of followed the crowd. And for me, again, I I don't even remember any conversations as to like, what are you actually going to be doing after college? But for me, (laughs) I knew I had to do some sort of science. Like I didn't really know anything outside of science. And I was super obsessed with CSI at that age. Um, CSI, mm-hmm. Law and Order, like I get it, you know. And so I was like, "Oh, I want to do forensic science." And this was a thing where I was like, I didn't even look up what the pay would be. I didn't look up are there any job opportunities around me, or like, would I have to move? Do I at need higher education? Any, at least you had some kind of thought. I just remember like when we were signing up for majors, I was like, I don't know, how am I supposed to know now? And then I remember Googling like. You don't really pick a major till your sophomore year. So I was like, oh, whatever, I'll put this and then I could change it later. Yeah. And for me, it was more like forensic science wasn't available in every like university. And so I ended up going to Rutgers also, obviously. But the only reason I went there, right, was because the next boyfriend, I was like, oh, well, I have to stay in New Jersey. So rather than being like, okay, I need to choose a major that is interesting to me i was like oh biochemistry sounds like the closest thing to forensic science sounds so much fun and it was not and (laughs) it was the most difficult thing ever so for me it was like i felt the pressure to just complete 
my education, right? Or like, regardless if I liked the major or not, regardless if I knew what I was going to do, because it wasn't until college that I realized, oh, research is not for me. Like, I don't like experimenting. I don't like writing theses. theses. I don't like writing as in scientific form. And all I knew was I had to finish or else like changing majors wasn't even a question for me. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the same way. I just like society tells you if you have a college degree, you'll be successful. And I was like, okay, let me just get a college degree. And I just didn't really like think about what my career path would be. And then everything kind of just fell into place. And I kind of got my internship because that was the only one that accepted me. So it's just crazy how things just luckily work out for me. But I really just didn't have any thought to how college would like change my career path or put me on my path post-college like adult life what about like did you have any career fairs yeah we had career fairs but i just remember like nothing really appealed to me like i i I got a job when i was 16 so all i wanted to do was make money and then at the career fair nothing really like spoke to me like oh this is this is the career path i want So it just wasn't a thought until I surrounded myself around my business fraternity and around people who are just in business field. So I was like, okay, all of these people are successful. Again, societal pressures. This is what I probably need to do. So let's define like, what was your definition of success back then versus what it is now? So back then success was high paying job, big name company that everybody recognizes, Fortune 500 in the corporate world. Uh, Just, yeah, I mean, like a very solid reputation of a company that you work for and you're making a significant amount of money compared to your peers. That was success to me. Yeah. And it's like now we know that um, and it seems kind of so far I guess for like the regular person that now there's so many opportunities that are either available or could just be created in which college wasn't necessary in order for that person to be considered successful. Yeah and that's just crazy because back then if you had a job that didn't have a college degree you were looked down upon Mm -hmm. whereas today no I mean you've you've cheated the system you found a way to like without having to go into so much debt without having to go into so much debt and it's just crazy how the tables have turned over i guess the 13 year period that we've been in college and now have graduated well graduated college and now we're here as adults um and also the you know i think there's just such um this like myth or like this false notion that just because you go to college or an intellectual or that you're an intelligent person yeah because i feel like there were so many kids again like going to college is such an important or was such an important aspect of both of our lives Mm -hmm. growing up um because you're exposed to so many different people and different personalities the only thing you got from college there was so much more but that's really when i learned that there were like rich rich kids that were just there just because they had to not because they were even thinking that they needed a job after it was like oh well i'm just gonna take over like my dad so and so so i'm just here because they told me i needed it you know just because you graduate from college or just because you're able to get into college it's not or it shouldn't be a marker of someone's 
intelligence or even their worth. Yeah, absolutely. But back then, I feel like it definitely was a it was definitely a marker. Again, like you said, yeah. like you were looked down on, and now you know there's so many um, people that unfortunately, you know, I one of I'm one of them that are you know have a lot of student loans still, and luckily I was able to do something with that. But there's so many people that have student loan debt and aren't even doing anything that is related to their major. Or they probably couldn't even yeah exactly couldn't get a job in their field and it's just that's just one of the other conversations that can be had about the school system the cost of it and just like is that opportunity cost worth it and i think the younger generation now is just so is, much more well informed they, they see it the 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 facade of college is the only route is like disappearing yeah. and now like to your point people are trying to use social media to have careers and just finding different avenues that weren't available to our generation mm -hmm. back in 2010s and i think also the one thing is you know for the generation before us um college regardless of how hard it was and again tuition was not as high but regardless of how hard it was there was no complaint about it, you know, because that was going to be the best thing you can do. Um, now, I feel like our generation is essentially trying to ensure that the, the future, the youth, are more informed about their decisions as far as like make sure you're actually interested in what you are going to spend the next four years of your life doing. So what would your major have been if you knew what you knew now? I think I still definitely would stay within the science realm, but the only class that I truly remember and liked genuinely, like I was actually excited to go mm -hmm. to class, was my abnormal psychology class. And I think a reason why I didn't even want to pursue or like even investigate that like subject any further was because so many people were psych majors and it, there was such a stigma against like oh psych God. and communication majors sociology. and no one was going to do anything. Sociology yeah. too. But it's like at the end of the day, I look back on it and I was like, why did I just not investigate my interest in you know um different mental health conditions you know um concepts like freud and all that stuff and it was because in my head i'm like i don't want to be a psych major i don't know what i'm going to do with it but at yeah. the end of the day i had no idea what i was going to do with my biochem major either but it was just the fear that like oh i can't back out of this i can't add another year before graduating yeah, you know for me, I think the only class I really enjoyed was personal finance, just because I was only motivated my money back then. Money was like really my only motivation. So all my classes that I took, it's like, I think everybody can relate to this. You just like memorize the information, you put it on paper, and then you never hear from it again. And I just went through that process all four years and I did got good grades. I graduated and it's just... I feel like I learned more from being in the field, being in the workforce and being a part of businesses and and corporate America and like seeing how a real industry or business works. But everything that I learned in college, if you told me to remember it, I don't. But personal finance, that class, that's the only one I really kind of took what I learned there and applied it to my everyday life. Yeah. And 
at the end of the day, without the experiences in college, you may not have been prepared to receive or to like perceive, I should say, um, the lessons that you learned outside. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you can't. I I feel like although the education in college wasn't necessary necessarily complete if you will right like I feel like I just still wasn't ready for the world after I graduated um without those four years I really wouldn't have been ready for the world yeah because going back to my point of like there wasn't college isn't just for book education you learned how like social education you learned how to communicate with a lot like Rutgers was a huge campus with a ton of people from different backgrounds different diversities ethnicities you name it and we learned how to have friends from different cultures. Yeah, for me, I just, I just don't know how independent or how responsible I would be if I stayed at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, it's a whole different experience commuting versus like living on campus. I think it, I, in my opinion, I think it's a different experience. Or just not going at all. Going or just away. not going at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody has different perspectives on it, but from, like, I lived on campus, um, and then I went off campus and I had an apartment, and just having that experience at that age was just a great stepping stone into adulthood to see what that was like. And yeah, and again, like, our very best friends, we we both met our best friends in college. Yeah, I mean... And there's always just that common, like, history together that, like, nothing can change Mm -hmm. right like again if i didn't go to college i would have never met nina and then she would have never introduced me to you and so sometimes it's like being open i think even though neither of us knew what we were going to be doing Mm -hmm. somehow we both there was like a serendipitous reason, right? That like we both were at the same place at the same time. And then, you know, however many years later, here we are doing a podcast and I don't even, and back then we just never even spoke to each other. It yeah, was just we, weren't like even, a, we weren't even friends. Yeah. Uh, I would say we, we were had, barely we acquaintances. Just, <laughs> we just happened to run in the same circle. So yeah. it's like, and I feel like there's a lot of stories I hear now of people reconnecting or reuniting like years and relationships later and realizing like oh my best friend in high school why was i never just you know dating that person yeah college i mean (laughs) 13 years now it's just like some of the people that we meet i met in college we have 13 year long friendships and it's just some people that will be in our lives forever at this point so it's just yes college isn't necessarily necessary for success from a work standpoint but i mean from a social standpoint, I think it really helped develop me at least as a person, as a friend, as as a human being. Just because you didn't go to college or you didn't pursue education as soon as you finished high school, it didn't mean that you wouldn't be able to do it in the future or that you were limited to whatever job you were pursuing at that time. Yeah, time was another pressure. Right. Like if you weren't 21, 22 and graduated college, you're behind. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people are so naive to how life is dealt sometimes for some people, yeah. you know, like 
Um, some people may not be able to afford going to school, even though they may be the valedictorian or the most, you know, one of the a super educated, super intelligent person. You know, health could be. I remember um, someone that was in our circle had to pause med school because he got super sick and he ended up finishing early, I think, but he ended up starting late. So it's like health. You know, there's so many different factors that some people should not be looked down on because they either did not pursue that path or maybe pursue that path at a later time simply because of how life, again, fell in their hands. Yeah, there's so many different reasons why people don't finish college, go to college, or even apply or whatnot. There's just it, people need to be more understanding of everyone's different situation. And I'm happy to say that I think that it's not as it's not the same environment that it was when we were younger. If there's one thing that I would tell someone who is like in high school or, um, you know, soon to be junior and looking into college, I definitely would have them reconsider, you know, what are your actual interests? You know, some people may pursue a major because it's what's in their family. So it's what's expected of them. It's what's going to make money or it's what's going to, I don't know, make everyone else happy except them. <laughs> right. So if there, I remember when I was going to career fairs, when I was um, in Houston for genetic counseling, Everyone would always asked me, or even my students who I like would rotate with me, they're always like, what advice would you give me? And I would say, you know, don't rush going into a field or going into um, even a master's after college, or in this case, like going right into college after high school, unless you're like certain that this is something that you really want to commit to. Yeah. Right? Because there's so many people that end up leaving because they realize I can't do this 24 seven. What's the point of spending all of this money and I'm not even going to finish what I do. And I think my, my biggest takeaway would just be to just really take your time, really understand. Cause I mean, there's so much pressure to kind of figure out your major, figure out what you like, and you may not know what you like right when you're going to college. So it's just take everything in and just give your best effort to everything that you do and eventually things will work out i think for me like i got into entrepreneurship but how that wasn't my plan yeah because for genetic counseling i didn't even know what that was until i had graduated college and i needed a job i like decided okay let me work at the pharmacy at my you know parents hospital but I knew that wasn't forever I was like okay let me apply for like research positions that like you said at these big name research centers but it was like was that really something I had wanted to do and then it wasn't until I just got a phone call and it was like my um my research like uh my PI effort mm-hmm. my PI was like my brother's company needs an assistant do you want to do it mm-hmm. and I was just like no, like, I don't want to be an assistant. Like, I don't even know what that is. And my dad was just like, just take it. And so I had no idea that I was going to work for, back then it was Reprogenetics, um, like the biggest um, pre-implantation genetic company at the time. And then by just saying yes to that opportunity, I was exposed to the genetic counselors um, in that 
in the in that um, office. And that's when I said, hmm, I wonder what they actually do. Because at that point I was an assistant and then I was a tech. So I was doing the testing on the embryos. Yeah. But it but again, like you said, staying curious allowed me to be like, okay, what are those people doing in the office and how do we differ? And by asking those questions is when I realized, oh, I actually want to do that. So again, being open and sometimes just saying yes to certain opportunities rather than feeling forced that you have to choose something right away may actually be a better way to achieve your definition of success because you are doing it at your own pace. Yeah. And at the same time too, another big piece of advice I'd say is just don't get stuck. At that age, you're so young, you have your life ahead of you. If you're like about to graduate and you really don't like your career, maybe you should stay another year, change your major. Maybe you should just try to find another option. But at the end of the day, experience is what kind of moves you forward. Uh, there, In every career, in every industry, there's a thing called transferable skills, which was like one of the best piece of advice I got when I was uh, a waiter and busboy in, in college. Uh, that was my job. Uh, that they told me like, yeah, being a waiter, like you have communication skills, you have customer service skills, you have numbers, miss sales, math skills. And then I applied that to my internship and then I applied that to my day job. So uh, just being, just, just remember to keep learning and remember to being flexible and knowing that you do have a lot of time ahead of you, especially when you're at that age in college. And I think especially, I think that advice is still applicable to people now, like regardless oh, yeah. of what your age is, be especially, especially for people that, I guess you could say, um, are feeling stuck at their job now or may need to change jobs um, because there's been, you know, all the layoffs that have happened or just the need to, again, increase or change careers simply because your needs are just not being met anymore or your bills aren't even being paid anymore because of that job. Yeah, especially right? nowadays, most people need kind of two incomes to survive or they need both parents or both members of the household working. It's just like the one salary kind of household is, is a little bit more difficult in today's world. So it's important that you like, you have to like the job that you're doing. If you don't like the job that you're doing, you're going to go down a path where you're going to resent yourself for like keeping you in this position. So it's never too late to change. And it's always important to just focus on what you like, what you do, and just do it, giving your best effort at it. But just to kind of take it at um, a more, I guess you could say like more of a realistic aspect too, that sometimes when a layoff happens, right, or you end up getting, um, you end up being fired from a job, what have you, sometimes in those moments, that's when there's a pivot that happens or an opportunity to pivot and you just have to take it. You know? Yeah, I know. And like uh, coming from an like an entrepreneurship perspective, there are so many stories I've heard of people getting laid off, and that's what triggered them to start their business. So you never know what opportunities may hold. It may look like a bad scenario in front of you, but it's how you apply what you've learned, adapt, and just keep trying to push forward. Which is a lesson that, or which are lessons that we want to an example for for easton right so like mm -hmm. another reason why this topic 
came about is because Jeff and I have already talked about what Easton's future could be like and how we would support him um, in any decision he would make, right? But in regards to education, to me, I would want him to pursue college again just to be able to experience life at that age in its full capacity and you know at that point if he doesn't want to go to college we'd have to find an alternative to that Mm -hmm. and then you'd also just have to have a a plan as to what are you actually going to be doing yeah i mean that's exactly it like we want to have like we experienced college and we know the benefits of what college gave us so we want to put him on that path but we understand how today's lay of the land is when it comes to careers and if things if he has an interest in something that he wants to pursue that's outside of college we'd be open to that as long as he has a plan and idea of how that's going to be successful for him like for us it was important that we started a college fund for him uh, not that we are going to force him to go to college, but just to have that money is set aside just in case he does go and we are prepared to pay for it, which is very expensive. Most parents today, most parents today have what's called a 529 savings plan. So for those of you who don't know, this is a savings plan that allows you to have tax-free growth uh, for the use of college payments uh, education payments but it can only be used for that so investing into this fund you're essentially like stuck in the sense that if your kid doesn't go to college you can't use this money so it was important for us to not go that route and put it in a fund where we can give it to him if he decides to pursue another route which is let's say what trade school or if he wants to start his own business or whatever venture that he may have in front of him that's outside of college because we know that college isn't necessary for success it's something that was dangled in front of us that was the carrot that you had to go for but now there's so many opportunities and so many routes that you can go that we would ne- we would be doing a disservice if we forced him to go just because everybody else was going. The one advice that you and I got that was something we definitely want to share is we were on our baby moon and we were just in Palm Beach and we had a great conversation with our Uber driver who of course saw that I was like 40 weeks pregnant at that point um, or whatever, I was huge. And the advice he gave us was whatever passion or whatever interest you see in your child, like go for it because that was his advice of being a good parent, just allowing your child to have the space to pursue, whether it's music, dance, science like i don't know hopefully not a gamer but you know like something of that sort hopefully not a gamer (laughs) you can't hate on gaming gaming makes so much money nowadays and it's hand-eye coordination what i'm trying to what my point is in the uber driver example the uber driver was a musician and he noticed that his Mm -hmm. son could carry a tune they had rhythm they could sing and luckily enough that was something that the father had experience in that he could push him to and that's what he did i'm not like 
coming from an entrepreneurship perspective, I'm not going to push him to be an entrepreneur. I'm sure you wouldn't push him to be a genetic counselor. I don't think he was pushing. He he gave him the tools. We're going to see what he is skilled at, and we are going to try to hone those skills for right. him so that he can make a decision on what he wants to do. We want him, it, we just have a, again, our definition of success is a lot different. And we want to take that level of, again, the generational wealth beyond a high income. And take away the societal pressures, and familial yeah. pressures that we had in our life. So at the end of the day, we actually think college isn't necessary. <laughs> There's so many options now. It's so crazy how... There's so many ways to make money. There's so many ways to get fulfillment. And when you combine the two, that's when it's magic. Tom Bilyeu states, passion, is it excavated? So do you dig for it or is it created, right? So are you an artist? So it's like, that's really what it is. I think our job is to just be able to expose him to so many different avenues that he understands what that passion is or he understands his interests at an early age and he's not forced or he's not following the crowd. And although that worked for us, we want to pr provide something of a different perspective as well. Like, I wish I had more hobbies. Yeah, I will admit, though, if he like was like, Dad, I want to be like you. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a business owner. How my heart would melt. And I would give him all the tools and education that I've ever learned. So with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And again, at the end of the day, success is really what you define it. And sometimes life doesn't fall the way that we've planned. And rather than feeling like you have to pursue something or you have to go a specific way because everybody else is doing it it's really just a matter of how you pick yourself up you know whether it takes you one year or five years or more um that's really what i think provides value in a person not not necessarily what college they went to not what their job is but to me a successful person also has to go beyond money and material things yeah right? your education your intelligence and your your intelligence goes beyond um a college degree and your title and your a, title a janitor could be just as successful as a ceo as long as they're in my my, my mind success is living a fulfilled life and being able to provide for your family and and doing things that make you happy With in between dignity. I'm sorry? With dignity. With dignity. Yeah. So with that, follow, subscribe, give us a great rating, review, and share. Tell your friends. Yeah. Check us out on YouTube. And until the next episode. Let's continue to design. Our extraordinary lives. Together. Together.